that will be the last one that I, I drink out of this four pack. I think I'm going to save that for one of the holidays uh, or to drink with those other two guys that sometime come on the show, but I haven't been on the show in a long time. Who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I don't know, dude. We'll see what happens. You share, you share with Matthew? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> This week, we recap Temperance's Might Meets Right and Fobab 2023. This is episode 124 of The Malting Hour. What's the half sound the hops got yeast and speeds? This is The Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here, people, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. Hey, Brandon. Hey, bud. How you doing? Good. It's been a it's been a, a long couple of days. <laughs> yeah, it has. You're not even probably drinking anything tonight, are you? Incorrect. Mm. <laughs> I'm interested in what you're drinking, to be honest. Well, you just cracked it. Let's see. The anticipation is killing me. I'm so excited, nervous at the same time. Brandon and I have been drinking a lot of barrel aged beers this week into the weekend. And it was uh, quite nice, but also it's taxing. Ooh, that held up really well. Hmm. Twat is it you're drinking, my good man? Lake Effect Brewing Company's Start Your Day. Hey, what is Start Your Day? Uh, it's a bourbon barrel aged imperial breakfast out brewed with maple syrup and coffee. Oh, yeah. Get yourself a little coffee and booze before you go to bed tonight. That's smart. <laughs> 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 I am, uh, well, th- th- this will be a good, uh, well, why don't you talk about the beer first before I, I, I get into mine and we segue. Yep, tastes like barely beer. Um, the <laughs> I'm not. I don't know if I'm getting the coffee so much. Uh, <laughs> Sip on it. Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, the maple's coming through really nicely. So it's getting. It's like chocolatey, mapley. Um, good carbonation. Um, it, it's funny because the the can felt a little short. Like it wasn't a full fill. But um, what the hell, Clint. But no, I, I mean, I'm, I think it was. I don't know. Uh, it was good though, and it is good though. Um, I don't remember if I've had this in the past, uh, but I I do enjoy it. And I was I was leery about like doing maple because even that like when we were at Fobab, I was like kind of trying to avoid some of the maple stuff because yeah. I was just not in the mood for like maple bombs. Um, and this is nice, very subtle. Um, and it complements the you know the maltiness uh, of the the stout, the the chocolate notes that are coming through, and I think that the coffee is just very very subtle. And this is like has not been chilled. It's been this is one I grabbed from the back room. So Ooh, so it's been cellared. Yes, nice. And I didn't want to chill it at all because I, I was like I, I want to drink it just the way it is right now. So. Yeah, good call. I don't I don't know if I had that one. Um, maybe it's a possibility, but I, I don't recall having that. And I'm I'm with you on. Certain maple beers t- um, can end up being very sweet or also just have a very strong maple syrup flavor that kind of overshadows the rest of the beer. And I feel like that really takes away 
from what they were going for. I mean, there's, there's certain adjuncts um, that I really enjoy, like vanilla. I love a good vanilla stout, especially if it's a vanilla bomb, to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, maple, maple is not that for, for me. Yeah, and I'll agree on the vanilla thing, but I've had some like vanilla bombs that were not good. Mm. And it's just, and maybe it's the quality of the vanilla that they used in the beer or whatever. Um, but I've had some where it was just like, mm, it, it's, it, that's questionable. Um, but this one, this one's great. Uh, there's an octopus on that can. And since we're not going to be rating many beers, we might as well rate these. How many octopus arms would you give this beer? Uh, I'm going to go, I think, three, eight. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Three, eight, I think. Um, just from, you know, first couple of sips into this. Uh, definitely drinkable. Definitely enjoyable. Uh, I, I, this is one I think I could easily just do the entire can and, and, I'm, and I'm going to. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't have anything really negative to say about it. I think that I, I would wish the coffee would be a little more prominent, but my estimation of this beer is it's about two years old. So it's appropriate level of coffee for a beer that old. Yeah, probably some of that coffee probably fell off and faded uh, after. And it, did, and it did, and it didn't go green. So that's which is good. Yeah, always not like Kermit yeah. the Frog. Um, that's good. Uh, I wish I could try it, but instead, I am trying um, Temperance's Might Meets Right 2023 Basil Hayden Toast, which is. Thirteen point seven percent in my new nifty temperance thin stemmed drinking glass. Mm. <laughs> here's a here's a uh, a forwarded RIP to that glass. <laughs> probably happen at some point with those. Which students. is which is why I'm stressing it's it's very thin. <laughs> That's gonna break at some point. I don't do well with glasses like that, and I rarely use them. I have a Jessup's Farm one like that that I think I used once, and I just put it back up. I'm like, this is. I almost knocked it over earlier. Didn't you so. break one from Jessup's Farm? And you yeah, had a new one. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't the it wasn't the thin stem. Oh, it was okay. just the regular one that I like using. Which knock on wood, I still got. Um, but yeah, so we'll, I'll use this to to um, transition into uh, our first topic of tonight's or today's episode, which is we got the chance to go to Temperance uh, this past week to get a preview of their Might Meets Right 2023 Barrel Aged Beer lineup uh, out in Evanston. And man, that was a fun time. It was. It was not overly crowded. It was not like a an event where you have to stand in line to get samples of the beer. Uh, I think it, it was, it was very well done and I like how they did it, did it. You know, they have their brewery set up with tables and everything like that. Just kind of like a perfect situation for going in and sampling uh, some of their newest offerings. Yeah, it was, it was cool. We did it last year too. And that was a lot of fun that um, we did a media event and like, it seemed like there was people, who are also industry people as well. This was uh, an actual ticketed event that for $60, you got the four pack of uh, the variants, uh, four tasters, uh, which you could use on tasting the four variants and also have a pour of, or have a pour of, uh, what was it? Gatecrasher and something else. Birdsong? Or they're... That or or maybe I could be wrong. That it, it might have maybe been a lager, uh, 
but we used our four tickets to sample the beers because that's why we're there. Basement party. Basement party. There we go. I was right. It was a lager. Uh, we used our tickets to try these um, samples. We got there a little early. We both had a beer, hung out for a little bit, and then uh, we got in there, got our first pour right away, and we went down the list. And I, if I'm not mistaken, this was the first one, which it is was. yeah. So it was basil hazen toast. Basil Hayden Toast. It's uh, aged in Basil Hayden Toast Bourbon Barrels. The rich, dark malts mellow and take on notes of dried fruit, caramelized sugar, and toasted oats. Oak. Not oats. <laughs> Yikes. I'm still, cereal. I'm still feeling this from yesterday. <laughs> uh, and it's 13.7% ABV, which I looks like all of them are, are, are that as well. Uh, so this is the first one we got to try and I let this one room up. Jesus. I let this one warm up to room temperature, uh, or at least get close to it. I I took it out about 45 minutes before we started recording. And then I took this glass and cleaned it, but then I just let it run under some hot water for a while to kind of warm up the glass as well. So this is warmer than when we had it because we had it pretty cold. They're pouring it fresh there and super fresh about what I like about this one, and you and I ranked them together, and we can go through that at the end here. Uh, spoiler alert, we liked all four of them. Um, this, I'm getting way more barrel, and it's it, I, I, I didn't read that description before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of dried like dried fruit. Um, it's It's really good. And I thought it was really good, and I'm wondering if now maybe I like this more today than i did the first time we had it it's possible now you just gotta drink all four of them tonight Hmm. great idea said (laughs) no one that sounds awful and not because the beers are bad because i got work tomorrow and my liver wants to just chill out for a few days (laughs) please sir please no more barrel aged beers we normally love it. Not right now. You've done too much. There, there is a way to burn out on barrel-aged beers. And that doing, happens. Doing, doing a lot of uh, barrel-aged beer events. Uh, we'll do that. Because I'll even say, like, not jumping the gun, but like Fobab even. It was like, we both talked about it. It's like, do you really want to do this today? <laughs> I mean, and don't, again, we are super excited to get invited to that event. It would, it's, I mean, we, we, we look forward to it. And we had so much fun and had really good beers and the awards were cool. And we got to run in some friends and hang out with them. Uh, but, you know, we started at 12 and ended up leaving a little after three. Yeah, like 3.30-ish. Yeah, no, like 3.15-ish, I think. Yeah, because I think I was home by four. Yeah. <laughs> by Uber. Thank you, our Uber driver, who I spoke. <laughs> Both of our Uber drivers were great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so the event... Um, like Brandon said, wasn't super crowded, but you could tell that everybody that was there was really into it, really interested, and probably our regulars or had been, you know, going to Temperance for for years. And uh, everybody was super cool. It was great to sample through all these beers. The next one we ended up trying was the Russell's Reserve Six Year Old Rye, which is might needs right mm-hmm. stout aged in Russell's Reserve Six Year Old Rye barrels, rich dark malts, mellow. And take on notes of allspice, pepper, and almond. I did not get that. No. Uh, but. <laughs> no. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, again, I'm like playing back. I don't know if I got necessarily all of those exact flavors, but 
when we had the first two, that one was my favorite. Yes, same here. That was this one is very barrel forward, almost like you're getting a fresh pull of the stout out of a wet barrel. Like it had been sitting in there and like, here you go, just put it in your glass. Cause the carbonation is, you know, it's not high, highly carbonated. It's a barrel aged stout. And the Russell's reserve, I felt like the barrel is there, but it wasn't as in my face. Like I got to actually taste the beer. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, I think, you and I, but yeah, I think you and I both agreed that that was our favorite, uh, or first or second. Actually, that was not my favorite. That was my number two. Yes, but what out of the two, like out of the these barrel, two, yes, the yes, two barrel present ones, uh, the Russell Reserve was definitely top for me. Absolutely, and also this uh, this event did sell out. By the did way, did it? Yeah, I just looked at the, which is awesome one. because it wasn't like I said, it wasn't super crowded, so. Yeah, it was just enough. And I mean, literally the deal was, I mean, so $60, you get to, you get six ounce pours of each variant, take home the mix four pack, uh, also get to keep the glass I'm going to break eventually. And then you get to hang out with all the people. And, you know, for $60, that's, if we didn't get invited, I would have gone. Yeah, it was definitely well done. Um, if you got there early enough or you were there a little bit ahead of time, um, they had a local place there doing tacos inside the brewery, mm-hmm. like in the in the brewing area. They had a little a little uh, couple of tables set up and they were just banging out some what smelled like delicious tacos, which we thought maybe we were going to get, but we didn't. Yeah, we were dumb. But- were we, though? Because we had delicious pizza afterward. Delicious in quotes. <laughs> we had inexpensive. Well, we had we had very large slices of pizza. Let's just put yeah. it <laughs> you know what? And I can't knock it, especially after no. doing some drinking. And yeah, uh, that 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 pizza definitely holds its place. And you if know. you were me, you may have stopped and got French fries as well. And a, and a six piece nugget. <laughs> I was leaving that part out, man. It's embarrassing to admit that to everybody. <laughs> um. Around that time is when we ran into uh, Shalanda, Afro Beer Chick. Um, that was nice to see her. It'd been a, I don't remember the last time we saw her, man. Well, was it last, about a year? I mean, when we saw her now, it was a half a Shalanda. So, <laughs> so those of you. She'll appreciate that immensely. <laughs> yeah. I told her that. Um, for those of that, that don't follow her um, or that do, you, you would know that uh, she's been on a weight loss journey as and has done incredible. Um, she looked great. It, it was almost hard to recognize her, except for the fact that she was, you know, her head wrap and her shirt and everything else matched. It was like, yeah, there's only one person I know that would match like that. I think her nails matched, too, actually. And then when um, she called me, she called me a jerk or whatever and says she loves you more than yeah. she loves me. So that may, that may have also been the other thing. She does. She just just <laughs> likes to give me shit. Yeah, it's all right. I'll, um, give right yeah. I'll give it right back, Shalanda. I'll give it right back. But yeah, it's, but uh, shout out to Shalanda. Um, her journey has been awesome, and very proud of the work she's put in and how she's how she's doing. And I know she's super proud of it. So, but it was it was it was great to see her. Like she was living her best life and like super happy. And um, yeah, I love drinking beers with her. It's just. Yeah. It's she's just, funny, man. It's always fun. She's so. great. It's a lot of fun hanging out with her and uh, looking forward to bringing her on to do cocktails and cookies. Um, 
that's perfect holiday. That's a perfect holiday episode yeah. right there. So I'm like, I'm gonna stick to that. I'm gonna say it right here, right now. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna make it happen, Brandon. Okay. All, all my all my false <laughs> things <laughs> that I say on this show. This is what I'm sticking by. This is gonna happen. You hear it, Shalanda? You're coming back. Cookies and cocktails. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. All right. So around that time, we ended up moving on to the chocolate, which is aged. This is great. I didn't know this about this. And, and maybe you knew this, but the chocolate one is aged in both the Basil Hayden Toast Bourbon and Russell's Reserve six-year-old rye barrels. So they blend both of those and let it sit in cacao nibs to bring out the chocolate malt notes. I didn't know that it was blended. I assumed it was blended. Well, good for you, Mr. Smart Guy, who knows more about beer than Tony. Well, because there was no barrel description on the other ones. It was like chocolate, vanilla. And I'm like... Well, I didn't think of that, okay? I just... Blend them together? (laughs) Well, maybe you should go work for a brewery. It's cool idea. To write write their descriptions. (laughs) Oh, you blended this? So let's just call it chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, What did you think of this one? Um, I liked it. It was uh, the chocolate was subtle, but it was very, very complimentary to to the barrel. Um, barrels, barrels, yes. Uh, and no, I I think I liked the fact that both of like there that there was a blend. You know, like now knowing and confirming that it, it actually was a blend. I just I'm super excited it. to to have it again and let that one warm up again because these were being poured fresh, like straight from the fucking chiller area yeah. where they keep the other beers on tap um you know I, I i feel like a lot of these beers need to warm up a bit and to, to bring out some of those flavors to let them pop uh because if they're subtle like that it, it kind of gets lost yeah that's what I, and that's kind of what i was like saying too like the, the the chocolate was subtle and i feel like if we would have had more time and let it warm up um it would have popped even more um but as it was, because it, it wasn't a chocolate bomb, it wasn't like oh, no, no, no. Man. But as it was, it was it was really good. I, I enjoyed it immensely. It was a nice like dark cocoa uh, yes. aftertaste. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of dark chocolate. So, so this one ended up falling, and this is not a knock at this beer. Uh, at my at number four for me, mm-hmm. um, and Russell's Reserve is number two for me. Mm-hmm. Which and then the Basil Hazen, hey, Jesus, Hayden uh, was number. Three for me, which only leaves one more, which is the same thing. Now, if you guys, uh, the it was this is also a blend, uh, and then they let it sit on vanilla beans to bring out vanilla notes from aging in oak whiskey barrels, and we found out that these were Madagascar vanilla beans. So, if you guys can't didn't notice what what uh, Josh, the owner, had had mentioned to us when he gave a little uh, a speech about what's about this release and what's coming up for, for temperance, which by the way, uh, we are speaking with Josh, uh, tomorrow. And so next week we have an interview with, uh, temperance. They'll be on the show to discuss, I think it's Josh and Connor are joining us, um, to speak about their 10 year anniversary. So we get to get the history of temperance and their 10 year journey leading up to their 10th anniversary and their exciting, uh, 10 year beer, which, uh, we'll, we'll talk about on that show. If you yeah. you might already know, I don't know. Yeah, it was funny because I uh, doing something, and I it was Connor. I ran into, and he's like, he's like, hey, I saw your shirt or your your sweater. I was like, yeah. He's like, 
So we've never made it happen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, we just saw Josh. We're working on it. We're working yeah. on it. And then we did, man. We pulled the trigger. We, we <clears throat> Katie over there at Temperance is also very cool and has been very great with uh, helping and us. Patient. Patient, <laughs> patient yes. We were originally going to go do this back in like August and I had to cancel for personal reasons and they've been super cool and they invited us to this event. Um, so yeah, so w- what Josh was saying was that they wanted to go back to the basics of might meets right. Cause they've done some, like a lot of fun barrel aged, like adjunct versions of this. Uh, like they did, I know they've done Mexican hot chocolate. I think they've done like a chocolate mint one before too. I'm only focusing on the chocolate, but they've done other. I know they've done like a berry one as well, but they've, they've kind of been all over the place. Yeah, the vanilla- been com- complex, uh, adjuncts have been in the mix. Yeah, so for it being 10 years of doing this, they wanted to just do simple, which I, when I saw the announcement of it, was super excited because two different barrels and then a chocolate and a vanilla. And those are simple enough and delicious enough, I feel like, if done correctly, that you know, you're, you're not going to lose the barrel, you're not going to lose the stout, and the adjunct should help enhance the beer. And I think chocolate and vanilla do that. Vanilla just happens to be my favorite. I love vanilla stouts. I love vanilla beers. I love vanilla in beers. This one is not a vanilla bomb, but the vanilla does come out strongly. Am I, am I saying that really a bit strong? No, it, it was fantastic, actually. It was very well presented. Not strong in an off-putting way. No, no, no. It, and it was, but it was really, it was, like I said, it was really well presented. And the fact that, like, because it was coming, like we're drinking at such, you know, colder temperatures and, you know, these beers are typically served at or people enjoy them at. Um, the fact that the vanilla was just so prominent and so clean and just so complimentary to everything else in in the barrel and in the beer, um, that was the standout for me as well. I was blown away. I didn't think I was, you know, like I, I like vanilla beers too, you know, and just trying it, I was just like, oh, uh, uh, okay, like, here we go. So, yeah, yeah I was, I was super happy with it. And that will be the last one that I, I drink out of this four pack. I think I'm going to save that for one of the holidays uh, or to drink with those other two guys that sometime come on the show, but I haven't been on the show in a long time. Who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I don't know, dude. We'll see what happens. You share, you share with Matthew? That's great. <laughs> and that's the beginning of the show yeah oh, i love when we're knee deep into an episode and i and i hear something and then i catch it oh god do i love it and then i write down the time yeah oh this this was my number one so it, it was this then the russell's reserve then the basil hayden then the chocolate so these were those were that's the way I, I I rank them. Yeah, I think I was I think I was the same. So um, yeah, and, and again, all four were good, and uh, we're pretty transparent uh, when it comes to beers. And although it sounds like you know we do like every beer, we 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 just we just, I think we just pick good beers to to try. Unless it was that shorts episode. That shorts episode, we were we're going hard on them. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, shorts. <laughs> sorry, shorts. It was not a good episode. Uh, it was not your day. But all these, all four beers are really good, and I definitely recommend um, the price point on it. You know, it's when you consider like some of these other barrel aged beers, the fact that you're getting basically a, a mixed four pack. You can't buy just the Basil Hayden four pack. You can't buy just the the 
uh, Russell's Reserve, you know, et cetera. It comes as a mixed four pack. And I think that's awesome. I think it's a really cool way to sell these beers. And I have always appreciated that about Temperance uh, with the Might Meets Right uh, series. So the price point, I think it's like was it $32, $34, something like that. I think $34.99 is what they say. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's what, 48, oun- 48 ounces of beer. It's almost 14%. You get to try uh, diff- the, the, the barrels separated and the barrels together uh, blended with uh, some really nice, simple adjuncts that really make the, the rest of those beers and those the barrel aging kind of pop. My my fear is like if this you know when this hits store shelves, you know there's always the people that just sneakily try to go in and crack the packs and then like yep. put, put everything together and you know ooh this is a four pack of vanilla this is delicious it's like <laughs> how do you know my, how do you know my move man that's yeah. fucked up <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do I mean no, which you know it's great but it's just like um I there was a time when uh, I was going to get bricks some bricks yeah, I was just gonna say it reminds me of the the brickstone story and I couldn't find like it was like somebody just kept mixing and matching and I was like I don't want all the same one so um, yeah I, I I I hope that doesn't happen don't be that person if you end up going out to get the, these beers no, buy the four pack and if you like it buy it again buy it again think about all the other barrel aged beers you buy I will say the only place that that should be or that is acceptable to do something like that would be like beer on the wall or bottles and cans where they do allow you to separate. So if they allow you to do that with those and you feel like doing it, you know, like they, yeah, I'm not, they, I'm allow, not, they allow the cracking of the, the, the cases there. So I would say do that. But. Yeah. And I'm not sure that they actually do it. I don't think they carry the might meets right. Uh, I don't they, think they might they, not. So. Yeah. Maybe because of that, maybe because it just makes sense to do, it might be more difficult to do that. Cause then here's the four pack and then, you know, you just they get them and then they tape them. Like all the vanillas are gone, you know what I mean, or, or, or all the yeah. Russell's reserves are gone. That would, that would suck. Like that would suck. Yeah. For I, I think it ruins the experience. It's a really nice experience to have these four different beers. I like it. I kind of wish some other breweries would do this as well, or, or, or kind of, you know, try something like this. I'm not saying the other breweries suck for not doing it, but it would be nice. Like uh, to and this is an example. I'm not saying that Old Irving should do this, but it would be fun to get like a four pack of Krampus. You know what I mean? <clears throat> a four yeah. pack of the the mixed uh, ones, but yeah, you know, that's another story. We're gonna try those anyway, and I'm gonna buy them. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it that's kind of what we had said. Uh, we were talking to a friend of the show, Pat, at Fobab, kind of talking to him about the the event. It was it him? Maybe it would the whole group. But I remember we we were talking yeah. about it. We kind of said like you you know try all because he was I think mentioning them and I was like you should try all all of them like they're all good. Um, we have preferences, but that doesn't mean that anyone is like not as good as the other. Like yeah, they're they're, they're all on the same tier to me. But there's just one that I prefer to drink. You know, I would never turn any any one of them down. Well, I mean, it's funny because like I went with the basil hidden toast and that was my number three. I decided to start with that, and I think probably the next one I end up going with is going to be the Russell's Reserve. I'm, I'm, sh- I had thought I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder if Tony's going to crack the vanilla tonight. Like, no, I'm saving that one, baby, saving it for Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and chocolate. Uh, I think chocolate. I'm going to let really kind of warm up. Another thing I'd, I'd like to say about this beer before we we take a quick break and move on to the the second segment of this episode. Um, 
I like that this beer is not heavy. It's not a thick stout. They they really don't go big on this stout. Uh, I mean, other than alcohol, but it's it's it pours like a cola color um, in the glass, which. In the tasters, it looked, you know, really dark and it looks dark in my glass, but pouring into it, 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 it's, 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 it's a nice, I don't want to say it's a medium body, medium bodied beer. Um, And I like that. I like that it's a barrel aged stout that's like that because I feel like it really gets a chance to present the barrels or adjuncts a little bit clearer. And I think it's maybe even harder to do that with a beer such as this one without uh, totally drowning out the actual base beer, which again, a beer like this, I would love to try the base beer with much like all the other barrel aged stouts we ever have. It's always like, let's try the base. I want to try the base beer. Yeah. So that'd be something we could ask Josh. Let's give us the base beer. Josh, can we have the base beer, please? We've been good boys. Um, yeah, so shout out to Temperance. Uh, thanks so much for inviting us and uh, giving us these gifts uh, as we left. It was very nice of you guys. We appreciate it. And, uh, next cool. next year, if even if we don't get invited for this uh, and they do this again, I would go. I would go in a heartbeat. I had a lot of fun. It was a good time with you, buddy. Um, and I think I, I'd eat the tacos there too. It might be something else next year. You never know. I'm just saying. I was using it as an example. Like, oh, okay. Tacos. Tacos is, is the placekeeper for whatever food they might have. Nice. Nice. Great. You know what? We'll be right back. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I'm texting my mom. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I mean, I was, but <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to our special big barrel aged beer episode. I don't even know what the picture of this episode is going to look like. Big barrel aged beer bonanza. Big barrel aged blowout. Yeah. Uh, it's wild because this week, um, Old Irving does their pre-sale for their barrel-aged beers, the Krampus uh, collection. We're talking with them about doing a quote-unquote preview, but I don't know if our schedules are going to work out for it to be a preview. I think it's going to be post-release, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, excited about all five of those. That's what I it was love. last year, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the five beers uh, this year, though, just sound fantastic, the, the variants. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, we got to try one of those variants at Fobab because we got to go to Fobab uh, 21st. Um, what would you call that? 21st? Annual? Annual? Yeah. No. 20, 21st year. Just, anniversary? I could have just, just said year. Yeah, our anniversary. What an idiot. Um, yeah, that was super fun and uh, not sure how many of you got to go, but if you did, I'm sure you had a great time as well. I heard Friday was a lot of fun, and Brandon and I got to go on Saturday. That was yesterday for us, um, and we got there about an. Uh, we got to go in an hour early, and boy, we just uh, we hit the ground running as usual, man. Basically, going against our own advice, <laughs> like which is don't you don't have to go and try everything. Now, with that being said, we did hit a point where it's like we need to cut ourselves off. We're done. Yeah, but but it's also we. I, I didn't say we went. I won't say we went and tried everything because there was things we did not. We, we went did not. and tried things that we were interested in and that we wanted to try. Mm. Um, and I feel like so for the the way the setup is, if you want like barrel aged stouts, like some good ones, like that when you get in the entrance and go around the outer rim of the auditorium, like that's the best way to do it. Like you're you're gonna get those, and then you get sucked down into the onto the floor, right which is fine. Um, but like then once, like for us, when, you know, general public comes in, like there's a crowd in that atrium, like at the top. And then, you know, the floor is crowded as well. Um, but you still have some time down there to kind of like navigate and, and find some things like while the general public is still kind of filtering in because I'm not saying that everyone does this, but the, the average beer nerd goes in and goes hard and they will just run the lines of like trying everything as soon as they get in. We were there with the same time as the VIP people, <clears throat> which there's there's not a ton of, of, of people there for the VIP. It's actually very nice. If I, I would highly recommend if you go to Fobab, pay the extra money, get that extra hour in, especially if there are a bunch of beers that, you know, if you go Saturday, uh, did Fri- did they show who what beers were available on Friday? Um, I think the list was supposed to be the same. No, I know, but I'm saying, was it uh, actually listed? Because I don't remember when the beer list was actually listed. I thought we were looking for it on Thursday and didn't see it. No, but I, I know I saw it, like, I think Saturday morning is when I saw it. But I think the post that I saw somebody post it from was from, like, Saturday night. So I don't know. If or Friday was- night, you mean? Or- oh, yeah, sorry, Friday night. Um, yeah. So maybe they announce it day of, but if there are certain beers that you want to go and try, definitely do the VIP. It's worth it. Go in there. Plus you're, you know, you're giving money to the Illinois Craft Beer Guild. And and I will say, and Ray, you can 
or Matthew, who's on the board of the, the, the guild, um, can call me out. But I do believe that if you are an imbibe member and you buy a FOBAB ticket, you automatically get that uh, VIP entry. So. I think I think you're correct. It's it's nice because even with that, like you mentioned, there are the certain beer nerds who are going to go and, and run and, and run the gamut right away. There were small lines for certain beers. And when I say small lines, I mean, it literally was. It was like, you know, 10 to 15 people. And those pours are, are quick. And by the time you get the one, you can get back in line and grab another right behind it if you really want to have it. Um, but it was it was interesting to see there were a couple beers like that. So we kind of dipped in and the first beer I went and tried, uh, this is why I kept the list, Brandon, was um, from our friends over at Dry Hop, uh, Let's Throw Chairs, which was an imperial stout that was, I believe, aged in bourbon barrels and then Malort barrels. Ooh, Brandon, what are you drinking before we get going there? Is that uh, Totally Naked from New Glarus? It is. Is that what you, when you got it like this year? Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm drinking Revolution's Antihero. We switched from barrel-aged beers because we need a fucking break from barrel-aged beers. <laughs> on <a> Sunday night. <laughs> that too. Uh, but yeah, that was a good beer. I was really excited. Joe, uh, who does uh, you know all the marketing for Dry Hop, Corridor, and Crushed by Giants. He's been on the show. You guys know Joe. Good guy. Um, he told me about this beer and so I wanted to try it because I don't like Malort, but I did like their Malort aged pale ale. And then this was also very good because it was a nice barrel aged stout. And then right in the back, right at the end, there's that hint of Malort and it did, it wasn't off putting for me. It was actually very nice because it was like, here's sweet bourbon. And then here's that little bit of bitterness that you got from Malort. I'm really mad that I never went back to try that. It was on my list. And I oh, I thought you there. tried it. Bummer. No, no. That should have been the one you grabbed on the way out when we, you were, we were trying to grab a couple before we left. No, I know. And I, I was looking on the wrong side of the, the aisle. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were also, we didn't end up going all the way back to that exit. We went out the main entrance. Yep. Dang it. After that, uh, we did Maplewood's Cup of Select, which is now available if you got a chance to get it or went to the tap room, which I think they'll probably still have it on tap for a while. Cup of Select was real good. Um, I forget what Cup of Select actually has 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 is going on with it, but their Cup of Series is always good. Uh, after that, we got a chance to sample Old Irving's new Krampus in the Rye. Rye. So good. Uh, yeah, that was, that was really good. And then, uh, we worked our way through some other ones. Another one that stood out that I also know that you liked Brandon was drinking, uh, the brewery's black Tuesday, 2023 black Tuesday, 2023. That was like 19% ABV, something like that. Yeah. You know, and that's why the nice, you know, small and, uh, you know what I like about that guy who was pouring, he wasn't doing the big pours, man. He was doing responsible, like. Sips of beer, which I'm sure some people were like, what the fuck, man? Guess what? Just get back in line and have some more. But also, <laughs> I feel like somebody <laughs> warned him. That, like, yeah. um, but, I, you know, just kind of on the pouring top, I will say that I feel like this year in regards to like years past, it was pretty light on the pouring. And I was OK with it. Yeah, Norm- totally, totally. Unlike like the Great American Beer Fest, I wanted bigger pours because they weren't all barrel aged beers. Like I wanted a chance to like take a sip or two of the beer and actually enjoy it, you know? Yeah. So there were a couple of beers where I was like, yeah, just got a little, a little taste of it. And 
Great American Beer Fest is a bit more crowded with longer lines. So I didn't really want to just go back and be like, can I get another pour now? Um, uh, Then we made our way out to the Goose Island train car, just right outside of uh, the the (laughs) Credit One uh, Center. Uh, Is that what it's called? Credit One? Credit One Arena. Arena. And the first beers they had pouring... I don't remember the other one, but the other one I was most excited about was that they had 2019's Double Barrel, which was a cool move uh, on Goose to do that for the people coming in early because each hour they swapped out uh, two different beers that they were pouring uh, out in the train car. So, oh, Kentucky Fog was the other one that they were doing, yep. which, Brandon, you should have tried. Um, but uh, Double Barrel was fantastic. I didn't really have any bad beers. I Actually, I take that back. They were like... Three beers I really didn't like. I'm not gonna not gonna call out the 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 the, the breweries because you know it's not necessary. Yeah, I think you. My first beer, I think I dumped. You did, and it's a beer that I go to try every time I'm at uh, Phobab. And again, I'm not I'm not gonna call the brewery out because um, I I think I uh, I mentioned it to Ray. So I was, I think it was Ray that I was talking to. No. Yeah. We, well, we saw Ray right away. I was talking to somebody and I was like, oh, Maybe like, Joe. like, and I told, oh, yes, it was probably Joe. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I dumped it. And he's like, yeah, he goes, they should not even have submitted that. Like, what's the problem? And I said, to be fair, it may have been the bottom of the barrel. Like, yes, now I know that, what you're, I know which one you're talking about. Is that very much what it was reminiscent of? It was like the dregs, and it was there was no barrel. It was bitter, tasted oxidized. Like I'm like that could have been the barrel from yesterday, and then like yeah, it it was not it was not a good pour. It was not a good pour. We should have went back and actually tried that again because I'm sure it was pouring better and it was a better you know uh, yeah (laughs) it it did not look good. Um, One of the ones that was really excited well that I was saying that I was not excited about. Let me, let me rephrase that. I was not excited about trying this one because in years past, I've not liked this from Goose Island. I don't like their berry uh, bourbon counties. I think they're all just over the top. Clark has let some of them age for years, and guess what? It's still just a big berry mess that just doesn't taste great. Would you say it's berry messy? <laughs> I will now. <laughs> but the, we got a chance to try Bourbon County, Bourbon County Brand Stout uh, Backyard 2023, which is their. Uh, what are the? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you know what the berry mix is on that? That's a negative goose. Oh boy, I'm trying to see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, here we go. The first thing it brings me is to Food and Wine. <laughs> Thanks, Food and Wine Magazine, for I could have just went to you know Goose Island's website. Yeah, I but, got it. Uh, why would I do that? Oh damn it, I'm, I'm about to pull it up too. I'm so close. It's right here. It's a reboot of 2013's Backyard Ride, which I will be honest, Backyard Ride I actually did like. Uh, Mike and I took that. My brother-in-law and I took that camping one year, and it was really really good. Um, it says a reboot of 2013's backyard rye, which was aged in rye barrels and made with mulberry. This bourbon barrel aged stout has notes of chocolate, vanilla, and berry fruit, which berry fruit after a year of aging, the beer was finished on mulberries, boysenberries, and marionberries. Boysenberries. I, I will say this. Say I was fucking shocked how much I really liked it. 
I thought this was going to be the variant I wasn't going to buy. I'm not saying I'll still buy it, but I'm not going to not buy it now because just based on of how I, my experiences in some of the past. Uh, you'll buy it. You'll buy it and you'll like it. <laughs> I don't like how you're threatening me with this. Uh, it was really good. It was really good. And I, I enjoyed it. Uh, did you enjoy it as well? I think you enjoyed it as well. I did. Yeah, it was it was super tasty. And I, and I don't um, I don't dislike previous backyards. Um but I thought it was really well done. And I think I like this one better than I have like previous ones. So that was that was pleasant. My comparison was to Revolutions um, when they do Death by Chair or Deeth. I think it's pronounced. I know it's pronounced Deeth, but I can't say that, man. I can't say Deeth. It doesn't sound right. Deeth by Cherries. Death by Cherries, Death by Currants, Death by Plums, Death by whatever. When they do the fruited uh, stouts at Rev, that's my favorite way of having a fruited stout. I feel like it's always subtle and very tasty. What I did pass, sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to call something Deeth, um, especially when that brewery has a beer called Deeth Star. Mm-hmm. Like, Which is fine. Deeth, Deeth Stars makes sense. When you say Deeth by no, like, Cherries. But somebody, like any normal person who's like a Star Wars fan or something, would be like, oh, Death Star. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, that's where your mind goes. That's where my mind went. So That's where it's always at. I mean, Cafe Deeth, that's still, that's still fine. Um, you know, but it's Death just sounds better. Um, I did skip over when we were down on the floor. A lot of that was either outside or up, upstairs uh, on the main concourse. Went down on the floor, uh, Prairie Artisan Ales. They had two signs up for beers that they weren't pouring. <clears throat> now, whether they were out of it or this was just during the VIP session, I don't know. But Brandon, you went and tried because you wanted to try something that they had. If I'm not mistaken, one of the one was was it the birthday bomb? Was that the one? So I went to tr- no, there was birthday, and then there was no, yeah, it was it was birthday and something else, and then I wanted to try birthday, but they didn't have it. Oh, so, okay. So I had they had their French toast bomb, which is the one that we both tried, and yeah. I was blown away by that. That was. You know, I forgot to mention that to Clark. Clark had asked me what my favorite ones were, and I didn't mention that. But what I loved about that one was that it wasn't super sweet. The cinnamon wasn't overpowering, but it really tasted like cinnamon. Toast like crunch. Toast, toast crunch. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And I want to have that again and again and again and again. I would say that my the next one that I had that was one of my favorites of the day was Hot Butcher's Lincoln Anniversary, Barrel Aged Stout. I just thought that was a very... Well done. Um, kind of a sweeter barrel-aged stout. And I'll say this for Hot Butcher. I'm not a fan of their stouts. There's something about their stouts I don't really enjoy. Ooh. This one uh, hit it in all the right places for me. Brandon's really sophisticated, sophisticatedly drinking um, that totally. Wait, so which, uh, which Hot Butcher was that? Lincoln. Anniversary. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, that was good. That was really yeah. good. <laughs> that, and that was one of my favorites of the of the day. Um, Alesmith's Barrel-Aged Speedway Mexican Hot Chocolate. You and I both had that. That was very, very tasty. Yep. This was around the time... Oh, no. That's, that's not true. Uh, right after that... We, <laughs> after this beer is when I said what I'm about to say. Uh, after that beer, we found Maplewood's Barrel-Aged Cup of Stuff. That, hands down, to me, was my favorite beer of the festival. Oh, Now, now granted, I... There's other categories, but I mainly drank stouts. That's what I like. I like barrel stouts. I didn't. And there's, there's, 
there's a metric shit ton of beers at that event. Absolutely. Um, there's also we, like wild we, we sours. Probably touched not even a third of them. Like I was gonna say the same thing. Like we I think yeah. it I'm I'm impressed by people <laughs> that literally can go to those events and stay the full time and plow through it. And then like people say, like, oh, when you were younger, you could probably do that. I'm like, like what? When I was twenty two? Because when I was twenty two, I didn't like barrel aged beers. Yeah. I would not I would not, not at do all. that. And maybe my mind would have been blown and I would have been like, let's get ripped and just drink a bunch of beers. But like, no, I feel like I feel like the flavor would have been off putting to me then. So I, I, I was pretty good at keeping track of what I had. And it looks like I had 17 samples total. That's probably incorrect. But but for three and a half hours, it's actually it's actually probably pretty true. I was pretty yeah. good at keeping my well in, incorrect. Uh, okay, uh, and then, well, I'm saying incorrect. Like you may be off. I'm not saying you didn't have seven. You definitely had seventeen, but like <laughs> probably, there may have been like one or two that we had. I was probably closer to a little bit, a little over twenty, probably. Because I feel like yeah. in the very early beginning when you were doing it, you were doing it pretty well. Um, and then even in the beginning, like I think we both grabbed a couple of things, and then you didn't mark it down, and I was just like, oh, all right, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're right. There were a couple that I tried, and I'm like, I don't need to write this down. <laughs> that being said, one of the ones that we had in the beginning was uh, More Brewing's Mendy. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yes, uh, Mendy and Mendy Special Reserve. And the Mendy, uh, not the Special Reserve, but Original Mendy 2023 won runner-up in Best of Show. Yes. For the event. You also had another winning beer. You had Sketchbooks. Uh, oh, God. A Belgian yeah. triple. Yeah. And they got bronze for that? Yeah. No, no. We got bronze. Yeah, yeah. They got bronze. Yeah, I've got the list right here. But yeah, I think it was bronze. Yeah. Which, congratulations to, to Sketchbook. Uh, more brewing. Yeah. One for, for, for Mendy. We got to try Mendy and Mendy Special Reserve. And actually, I did like Mendy more than the Mendy Special Reserve. I'm mad that I didn't see it and grab it because um, I think I did. I think they did a version of it last year, but the off colors mezcal. Uh, oh yes, beer I saw tacos. it. Yeah, you, we tried it last year. It was very good. Yeah, I loved it last year, um, and it won uh, the gold this year. Yeah, good it. for them, man. It, that's <clears throat> beer for tacos, as you guys know. You, if you've been listening to us for years, you know how much I love beer for tacos. It's such a great beer. And what kind of trips me out is what's tripping you out, Brandon? Tell us. Um, the fans want to know. So, well, so Haymarket, I don't know Haymarket for like fruited beers, but they won gold for a fruited beer. What beer was it? Uh, Icky Bob Thornton. And I think it's a pumpkin beer. What a great name. Yeah. Wow. I wish we would have tried it. But then I take away like, you know, when I say fruited beers, I, I usually don't include pumpkin beers in that category. So true, yeah, maybe, that, maybe that is up their alley. True, true, um, true. Maybe we just got to go to Haymarket and see if they got it on tap. That sounds good. Or Pete, Pete, send us send us some Icky Bob. Hey, you know what else? While we were there, we ran to Shalanda. <laughs> Again? Twice in one week. How fun was that? It was a lot of fun hanging out with her. She, you know what? There is a beer I didn't put uh, put down. It was, I don't know the brewery, uh, but Anniversary. Wait, was that from, uh, who's coming here to Chicago from, from New York? I think that was another half beer, but Anniversary. I could be wrong about that. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But Bananaversary was good, whoever that was, because it was a really nice stout that had a hint of banana. It wasn't like a big, like banana wasn't the main focus. It was a good stout. And then it was like, 
excuse me, the aftertaste of banana. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, I had it too, and I enjoyed it. And then, did you see Dan sent a message today about other half? Yes, yes. Like we know, super Dan. cool. We know Dan. Thank you. You'd know that too if you were on the show more. Sorry, Dan. We love you. Um, the other thing we got to do was go up to <laughs> go up to the logger lounge with uh, Joe. We met up with Joe uh, from. Uh, corridor as, as mentioned joe steigerwald uh we hung out with him for a bit which is a lot of fun and we went to lager lounge where i had art history there yes. uh yeah their um their lager which i really liked i really liked it it was really good that was my tim robinson did you really like it i did so good that was awesome um yeah. And then we also went up to the NA area, sponsored by Revolution, with their sparkling hop water. And we ran into our old friend, Rachel Morrison, who has been out of the country for She's a not that old. <laughs> no, she's, she's not that old. Just old friend to us. Old as in like two years now, I think. We're uh, it was good seeing her and catching up with her. And, uh, you know, I told her, sorry we didn't do the pumpkin beer with you. But, you know, when you're out of the country, we can't invite you to things. I'm in Europe. <laughs> I don't think that's what she said, but kind of. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, uh, Fobab was awesome as usual. We also, right before the awards, Brandon and I separated for a little bit. I went and had, well, I went and had uh, Bourbon County Biscotti, also not on my list. I definitely had like 25 samples. Um, I went up back to the car, the train car, and had a Bourbon County Biscotti from last year, which was really good. Grabbed another uh, hop water. <laughs> Watching Brandon drink out of this bottle is hilarious. I don't know why. Uh, he looks so tired, too. It's just been such a long weekend. <laughs> it's been a long week into the weekend. Um, I uh, I came back down and we went down to the... Man, what was the name of the barbecue place? Uh, Firewater. Yeah. Oh, my God. We got to go down to the Brewer's Lounge because we're cool. We got media passes. And I loaded my plate up with pulled pork, brisket, some sausage, Got some beans, grabbed their sauce, and ate that uh, pretty much with my hands. I was like, fuck a fork. I'm using my hands. We're sitting here in the stands. That literally hit the spot. And it wasn't, and it's funny because, like, a lot of times when I eat something, it's like, oh, this is the reset that I need to keep going. It was like, this was the reset that I need to tell me that, like, you're getting pretty good. Like, (laughs) you don't need to do much more. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was the reset that hit me that was like, you know what, dude? You can probably have like one or two more and then you should probably head home. Dude, I came home and I sat around for a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to go grocery shopping. I took a two-hour nap, got up, and that's exactly what I did. Washed my face. I felt good. Drank some uh, carbonated grapefruit seltzer from Jewel. Thank you, Jewel. Uh, plugging uh, Jewel Osco for their signature select <laughs> grapefruit carbonated water. Uh, 12 packs are about $4, way cheaper than bubbly and tastes exactly the same. Um yeah, and then did some uh, got some grocery shopping in, so it was nice. It was good. Did, I, I did not do that. We came home. I forget what it was. Sat on the couch for about all of five minutes before little man wanted to go do a Spidey car. So we went and did Spidey car, and mom went and returned uh, sent something off to UPS, and then we put Spidey car back, and I dragged Benjamin out front, and we took all the Halloween decorations down. Nice. Um. Boom. 99% of them. We still got the pumpkins up there that are like decaying. So That's fine. The squirrels um, eat them. Well, the good thing is that we both were smart about the day. 
It was a good time. We both had a good time. We did sneak in a couple like quick tasters on the way out, which I figured we were going to do. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks to Ray and everybody at the Illinois Craft uh, Beer Guild for inviting yeah, us. Yeah, I ran into Ray and I had a conversation with her. That was nice. Oh, Raya? Ray from... Uh, uh, her name is Ray. Oh, from sorry. Rabid. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry, sorry. So it's like, yeah, I ran into Ray from uh, Rabid Brewing, um, who is an organizer as well. Oh. Uh, Tobias was not there; he was running shop down there. But uh, the fuck, I, Toby, I ran into her in the brewers lounge. We we chatted for a couple of minutes, and then she's like, "I gotta go work." <laughs> I know somebody else by the name of Raya. I just put that together. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Uh, <laughs> she's been on the show Saturday. Uh, I was talking about thanks to Ray Stout as well. No, I know. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no, thanks to everybody for running another great event. It's so much fun. Um, I hope you guys made a lot of money and for the Illinois Craft Beer Guild. Uh, it was it was awesome, and we look forward to it every year. I'm looking forward to doing it again. I'm looking forward to having Ray back on when he uh, doesn't have to promote something like that and just drink some beers with us. Yeah, totally. That'd be a lot of fun. Agreed. If he wants to. Yeah. He might not want also to. Also true. <laughs> might not want to. He might just be like, you know what? You guys aren't all that cool. Probably I don't true. actually like you guys. I <laughs> doubt that's the case. But you know, as Brandon finishes his beer from New Glarus, I think it's uh, time for us to say so long, farewell. A Vita's Goodbye. Goodbye. That would have been a great way to end it, but I'm not going to end it that way. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, you know, uh, like, subscribe. To share with friends, uh, go back and listen to old episodes. That helps the uh, that helps us. <laughs> helps the algorithms. Yeah, and like our stuff. We are on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on X. Formerly Twitter. We're on, we're on YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We're on YouTube. I forget about that sometimes. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a good good barrel age week, man. I had a lot of fun with you. This was this was awesome. Yeah, good times. I'm looking forward to going to bed uh, as soon as we're done here. Oh, wait, I can't. I still got to edit this. I don't have to edit shit. I just got to put a couple things together and boom, it's done. I got to figure out what picture I'm going to use for this. I think it's just going to be your face. That's the one. I should have screenshot that. Uh, but yeah, thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, th- next week, listen to it. It's going to be awesome. We finally get to talk with Temperance um, and their 10-year anniversary. And their uh, 10-year beer, which I'm super excited for. Uh, spoiler alert. It's uh, their flagship beer. But it's different. And better. <laughs> I hope so. Or, I, mean, I hope we get to try it tomorrow. That would be or, or, or beefier. I don't know. No, actually, I don't, think, I don't think it's ready. I don't know if we're going to try that tomorrow. You think they'll let us have some Might Meats right tomorrow? You never know. You never, <laughs> never know. Are we going to drink more? Are we going to drink more barrel-aged beer tomorrow? I can't go tomorrow. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon, love you, buddy. Love you too, man. See everybody next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. This has been the Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching the Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmw81, on Twitter bdub81, and on Untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. 
Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour. Thank you.